to That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. The good bad guys of wrestling podcast are back talking all things of the week that was in professional wrestling. I'm Brian, Jason, Joe, Kevin, the gang. We are all here. Fellas, we're getting a, a little bit closer to Backlash. We've got a couple of confirmed matches. Cody and Brock, uh, Usos and Solo versus KO, Sammy and Riddle. And uh, this one just announced a special attraction match. You've got the master of the ankle lock, Domantas Sabonis versus the master of the stomp, <laughs> Raymond Green. Guys, how do you see that one playing out? Um, is it officially not WrestleMania backlash this year? I th- officially, I th- it's not. I think so. I think Cody said it one time. Uh-huh. And they cut uh, it off. All the promos. The promo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, him getting, Draymond getting suspended was bullshit. Sabonis <laughs> should have got suspended for trying How to dare hurt, you. Trying to hurt Draymond by grabbing his ankle. How dare you? He was on but the I ground. I am always going to take a Spartan side. So you know, it you know is what this Dray- is? I'm going Draymond. Because uh, Draymond's black. <laughs> oh, no, come on <laughs> now. Come on. No, Draymond Green. A white guy and a black guy? Come on. He's a dick. Look who's guilty. (laughs) He's a dick. Draymond Green is this NBA generation's Rasheed Wallace. He'll never get the benefit of the doubt, and that's the problem. Until he ends up in Sacramento next year. Basketball. I'll be like, Draymond, Draymond, Draymond. All is forgiven, Draymond. Light the beam, Draymond. (laughs) Go, go green. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'd white. pick Draymond too, though, because he's nuts. You're right, Joe. He's insane. Bro, he, he'll he'll kick you in the nuts. No, he's not. Do whatever. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He is not. No, he is he's a, misunderstood, no. and he's taken no. advantage of because of the color of his skin. Oh, my God. As, as a fan of Rasheed Wallace, as a fan of Draymond Green, yeah. as a fan of Rick Mahorn, I am a huge fan of basketball players who basically play tough. And don't flop. He does if do you don't that. flop, you are you are. I am a huge fan of yours. So, oh, yeah. Brian, do not yeah. get too into the first two games because we actually got an email about you oh. and the Kings. So okay. we'll get into that. Uh, we are going to do an email bag for the first Warriors time. Warriors and six. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it still could happen. It's on the table. We'll see. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. That's good. We'll, we'll, yeah, hold so on we'll get that. into that a little later. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's good, uh, man. we we do have a fun show plan. I'm looking forward to the mailbag, and we'll we'll start with the news of uh... <laughs> what? I'm so I'm so immature. <laughs> mailbag. Oh wow! Really? Wow. <laughs> okay. Ten four. No, one no, of those weeks. Hey, t- takes all kinds, I guess. Yeah. Um, Let's start with the news of a possible AEW brand split. Uh, we've discussed on the show, there's been a rumor now that AEW is going to be adding a third show every week on Saturday nights, rumored to be a two-hour show. So what is that show going to be? Well, the new rumor that came out this week is that it's going to act as a brand split and be the catalyst for the return of CM Punk. The story goes that Punk would be the star of the Saturday night show while the elite would remain on dynamite, keep them apart. Guys, your your thoughts really in, in twofold. Number one, thoughts on if this Saturday show leads to a brand split. How would you feel about that? And then if it is reason that they end up bringing Punk back because of this, your thoughts on that as well, Jay? You know, I think CM Punk's rock and wrestling connection on Saturday nights could work. Um, but it depends who is on that roster. Obviously it's going to be everybody that's against the elite on Saturdays and then everybody against CM Punk on Wednesdays. Right. And if they do do this, and this is the serious part of this statement, Friday night has to become an ROH television show. Yes. So you get dynamite ring of honor Friday. Saturday new AEW show. If they don't do that, Brian, you and I were texting about this uh, individually. AEW is nightly television, and I'm counting YouTube for this. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Friday, Saturday. And then if there's pay-per-views, the pay-per-views will have to go to Sundays because they're not going to do a pay-per-view on the day of live TV. I don't like the 8 o'clock start. Uh, If it was 6.05, which was the original rumor, uh, people were could be getting ready to go out and would have it on, not necessarily eight o'clock. Um, I know for 
I'm not at that age anymore where I go out late. So like going out after the, the CM Punk's uh, the CM Punk special Saturday night, um, not really a thing at that hour. So uh, like I said, if, yeah. if it has to happen, ROH has to be on television Friday night. Have your thoughts? See, I, was think, I was thinking the ahead, opposite. Jeff. I was thinking the opposite because I was thinking like if it's going to be Saturday, it has to be Ring of Honor. But Jason, you made a good point. We're saying like Rampage should be Ring of Honor and have AEW's like flagship shows be Wednesday and Saturday. So I like that idea. Mm. Didn't like it that much, Joe. Apparently, because he froze mid sentence. You got to have Ring of Honor. Because we have to. Oh, sorry. I, oh, I got cut. Sorry. Joe uh, had the dramatic anyway, pause. I like the <laughs> Better. I like the idea, but I, what I was saying was, <laughs> yeah. it's a matter of if you don't do anything with Ring of Honor to take have them have a time slot, then they're just letters on a championship title that mean nothing. Yeah. Oh, agree. 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 I'm not frozen anymore, so I'm yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd be down. I'd be down for the split uh, on any time on Saturday. It's a DVR. That Probably. It's, it's DVR situation, especially more, more often. evening time. Even uh, if it's live. I, even yeah, even if it's live, that's usually it, me personally. That's usually where it's a, uh, a a time for family, right? If I was a single guy. I probably watch wrestling every single day. Tony throws something on Tuesdays, like. Uh, Elevations on Tuesday or on Thursdays. Sorry, the one day impacts but, on Tuesday, uh, Thursday. The, the 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 only the only problem is you you split it up. There are a lot of guys, but are there are a lot of quality guys to fill two hours of great programming. SmackDown, love SmackDown because it's so much more wrestling. Uh, uh, they throw some good segments in, but it's a lot of wrestling, and there's a lot of top quality guys, right? If you split them up, can they take on a two-hour show every single week for half that roster? If they can, that's going to be great. Uh, but the only the, at some point they'll have to go against each other because I do want to see you know CM Punk FTR versus the Elite. It's got to happen at some point. So maybe they split yeah. it, go 50-50, uh, FTR and Punk on one, Elite on the other. Sounds great. Somewhere in there, double or nothing, all in. Full gear uh ship, but it is the anniversary of the of the the big fiasco that yeah. all six of them can go all out. That does seem like you would have to do that. And it, it would almost be that big elephant in the room if CM Punk comes back and he's on this separate show and he's immediately feuding with, I don't know, Dan Housen, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know they're their friends. bodies. They're friends. Yeah, they're friends. You know, they wouldn't feud. Dan right? Housen but, versus Pepsi Phil. Right. So, yeah, it would be a little bit just like, wait a minute. Everybody knows where the money match would be. It would be with Elite and you get FTR in there and have some some really fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's it seems like a hell of a lot uh, to do a, a brand split that if that's the main reason of like, I've got an idea to bring you back, CM Punk, and you can stay away from those naughty elite guys. We'll give you your own show on Saturday night. It's like, wow, we're doing this all for one guy? He's a big deal, but he's not that big of a deal. But I do like the idea of a brand split. AEW is just, guy. there's new guys all the time. All the time. Every week, there's like somebody new. They just you, signed Commander. Commander. Officially. Right. How about, like, how about, um... I don't know. He might be hurt, but how about that action and Andretti? He was there for like three weeks, and now he's gone. Right? right? So yeah, he just signed <laughs> Billy Starks. He got pulled over. <laughs> Billy Starks, a female talent. Yes, uh, yeah. just she hasn't even graduated high school yet, and she's got a, a, a deal. Nick Wayne out of Defiance, the other one, seventeen yeah. years old, got a deal uh, as soon as yeah. he graduates. I guess he'll be going to the. I think he did a dark match recently, but. You know, we joked all the time about sign more guys, sign more guys. Okay, you've signed all the guys. Right. <laughs> yes. Now it's time to do something with all of them. Yeah. And and not to knock what you're saying, Jay, about, you know, programming every night, but let's have some actual television exposure outside of the dark and elevation YouTube shows. It's just, it's a step below. It fairly is. Well, this would help that. I would, I would it think would. Mm -hmm. 
Agree. I would think. Agree. So, yeah, that's it's all in the rumor mill. We'll see what comes of that maybe the next month or so. Uh, one thing that we do know is official. We've had a change in the presentation for an upcoming WWE PLE. Uh, WWE is going back to Saudi Arabia in late May, and it was going to be the king and queen of the ring. But it just so happens to fall on day 1000 of the Roman Reigns title reign. So the show will now be called Night of Champions. Guys, a thousand days for Roman. I mean, obviously, incredible achievement, incredible run. And it appears uh, Roman's not going to be part of the next PLE backlash. So more than likely, that's his next night of a challenge. Who would you like to see Roman face on this night of the thousand day of his reign at Night of Champions? Rick Boogs. Since he's not going to lose. Face the guy he faced in his first night of being champion. Not going to be Bray Wyatt, Strowman. Oh, because he he won the title off Strowman, the I think. Triple right? threat? No, he won it off uh, Bray Wyatt. It was a triple oh, threat match. Oh, got it. Yep, like the right. next week at Payback after SummerSlam when they had like a PLE the next week. Got it. Yeah. Good. good Give call. me Roman and Tazawa oh, in yeah. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. It's it's got to be a squash type match. That it's, that's that's the it can't be your Cody. It can't be a Brock. Uh, I do like your Strowman though, Joe. I do, I do. I, for some reason, I was thinking. Uh, excuse me, I was thinking Miz all day long. For some reason, just because. But that's heel versus heel. It doesn't matter. But I think I think he's had a a, a rough like string of luck for some reason i was thinking la night same situation heel just someone like would would be good star power but then brock lesnar give me brock lesnar and roman reigns they do that in saudi <laughs> give me you know Bill Goldberg and roman reigns get, in saudi Arabia. i got give it me shelton benjamin the, and roman reigns give me um i got it i got it this is the key because this is the Undertaker of the Saudi events, Mansoor. Oh, yes. Roman Reigns. <laughs> yes. The thousand days versus the undefeated Saudi Arabia. Street. The Undertaker <sighs> of the Saudi events. Give me Grand Col- Great Kali oh. against Roman Reigns. You know, I think it's going to be uh, maybe, I, I, I would not be surprised if it's Brock or Goldberg. Seriously, and I know we're getting to Goldberg in a little bit, but yeah. What, uh, fuck. Give me the Undertaker. Yeah. Shit, give me Stone Cold. You you are like the king of Saudi Arabia requesting Yokozuna. <laughs> yes! Un- is the Ultimate Warrior available? <laughs> You're just throwing Stone- them all out there. Stone Cold and John Cena and Roman Reigns in the triple threat. You got to throw and a now in there. I'm just naming shit to name shit now because clearly I don't, you know I, I mean, I mean, Roman comes out, he has no opponent. And then you hear cult of personality and that play. Hey. <laughs> the thing is it's, it's whoever the Saudi princes are going to pay the most amount of money to see. Um, my two answers hey. n- number. <laughs> oh, that would suck. <laughs> how about, um, how about Titus O'Neil? So he can get revenge for the Titus slide. Uh, from Saudi yeah. years ago, um, but no, my yeah, my my serious <laughs> one, my serious one, and obviously this is probably something that'll come out out of the brands, uh, not the brands one, but the draft. draft. Um, so that's you know, no, none of this is all this is all speculation. Um, how about we run back Seth Rollins? He he really hasn't had anything to do since him and uh, uh, Logan Paul wrapped up at WrestleMania. I don't Seth, know. If um, I think that's WrestleMania next year. If it's not Cody and Roman next year, I think it's Seth Roman. Realistically, I could see Bobby Lashley. I'd like that. That's a great one. You know, especially if he ends up taking the U.S. title off of uh, Theory. Theory. And then maybe they do a title for title just to give Roman more shit to carry at the airport. Yeah. Um, (laughs) He'll be the belt collector like Cardona on the indies with like eight, you know, this is the AIW championship and all those belts that he has. The Jericho Oceanic championship that you are a part of, Jay. Yes, I don't know. I mean, it'll yeah. be exciting because anything Roman does is exciting. 
it entertains me and that's all I'm here for. So we'll move on with one of the 30 names that you did mention, Jay Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> yeah. what, what, all right. Goldberg. Is this Goldberg? Goldberg. Yes, it always starts with, is this Goldberg, Kev? Um, so word got out about a month ago that Goldberg was no longer under WWE contract, and he did a recent interview. Goldberg claims that after his last match against Roman Reigns, he had a handshake deal with Vince to have a retirement match. While that hasn't happened, obviously we know all the stuff that happened with Vince and you know, probably a little bit preoccupied, uh, you know, that they couldn't be able to get that match scheduled. Goldberg continued on saying that he's considering doing a four city tour to end his career, do his own little thing. (laughs) So my question is what four cities should Goldberg go to end his career? I think the obvious is Atlanta. Atlanta was one of mine. Mm -hmm. Give me Las Vegas. Okay. That makes sense. Give, give me New York. Okay. And then have him wrap it up in Saudi Arabia against Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, my four. I uh, uh, I also had uh, Vegas, Atlanta, but I then I had fun story. His first ever win in his streak was in Macon, Georgia. Oh, so wow. I put that. I did a okay. little investigation, a and then yeah. uh, what ninety percent of his wins uh, happened to be on the uh in universal studios so i said universal Studios, (laughs) florida wow on on dark on an episode of dark yeah yeah all right brian brian i thought about this this one's for you uh these are the four towns and they have to be it brockway ogdenville (laughs) no north haverbrook and springfield oh those are the four towns are those real Brian towns gets or are those like Simpsons towns? They might Simpsons be, folks. but they're certainly from the Simpsons. <laughs> is there a monorail? <laughs> yes. The monorail. Yeah. monorail. He's going to so take the Brian. monorail to all the cities. <laughs> Since I'm not taking this retirement thing seriously, I'm no. going Brockway, Ogdenville, North Haverbrook, and Springfield. Those Can you give some background towns. on those towns for people that don't watch the Simpsons like me? Uh, it's on the Marge versus the monorail uh, episode, and those are the four towns where the shyster sold bad monorails too so it was part of a song mm. and dance number yeah like you should have seen it's, these cities look what it's, it's done for con- them it's yeah. it's widely considered the greatest simpsons episode ever made okay cool I, brian I, what are your four I, yeah my <laughs> thank you jason my four um i got i have atlanta just like uh you did jay i have washington dc because that's where the streak ended uh, at uh, Starcade 98, thanks to a little taser action from uh, Scott mm-hmm. Hall. So we got that. And then my last two, Tulsa, Oklahoma, because, of course, that Goldberg prank call. The guy calls up and goes, you remember when you was down in Tulsa eating at the Goldie's <laughs> restaurant? And just signed an autograph on a kid's forehead. Now he's got headaches. So he's got to go back to Tulsa. <laughs> it's his birthplace, though, too, right? I have no idea. I mean, it might Oklahoma. be. It might be. Or maybe he's from Texas. Sorry. No. We'll get stats and information on that. So that's number three. And number four, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, to stick <laughs> it to Bret Hart to say, F wow. you. I'm all that shit you talk about me. I'm going to sell your town out. Fuck you, Bret Hart. And that's wow. not me saying that's Goldberg because obviously Bret's a fan of the show. Keep rocking. Stay cool. All Friend, of the Friend, Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Not a fan. Yes, well, he could maybe be both, but yeah, Goldberg's gonna say he usually keeps his mouth shut. All you hear about Bret Hart is just "fuck you, Goldberg." He's gonna say "suck it, Bret Hart." I'm, gonna, I'm running Calgary. See what happens. I'd pay. To, I'd pay to see that. But that is my next question: is that if, if Goldberg was coming to your city, what amount would you pay? Well, to go wh- see his his match if it was like one of the last four. Well, in your Jason, he went to Ric Flair's last. That's that, that was the inspiration <laughs> for this, actually. Yeah, it's like well, they're uh, kind of the similar um, setup. Well, we know Brian wouldn't go because he's cheap as fuck. Uh, me, Brian, and Ryan. I go if it's in Calgary. A conversation today <laughs> about SummerSlam weekend and how cheap Brian is. The human cheap supreme human cheap. Uh, what was it? The human cheap machine, I think is what we called yes, you. Yes, that's right. Yes. Um, I'd pay a hundred bucks. I paid 75 yeah. for Ric Flair. Um, Goldberg like- can still do shit a lot more than Ric Flair did. So 
while yeah. it may not be the most technical exhibition, it, people will get flattened and it'll be worth the, the hundred bucks. Actually, just breaking news from Sean Ross Sapp, $100 will let you go backstage to knock on Goldberg's door <laughs> to tell him the match is coming. That's a VIP ticket, Jay. That's good. All right, down my alley. Yeah. Joe, uh, Kev, what, what's what? Gold, Goldberg's from the Fort Wayne at the uh, War I, Island I, Memorial there. So uh, the funny thing is, the, he's going to play for the Mad Ants. <laughs> Yo, the, the funny thing is, he's 2 0 in Fort Wayne. Oh, see? Look at go, that. Go on Wikipedia. I looked at all the cities and I was yeah. like, wait, did he ever come to Fort Wayne? And it was like, boom, Fort Wayne, like 1998. Boom, Fort Wayne, 2000 something. Uh, so uh, he's got a, a good, good history I, in Fort pay, Wayne. Maybe I'd, I'd, probably pay 50, I'd pay 50 bucks to see him go three and oh. Wow. Okay. And then I probably pay the five hundred dollar VIP ticket to get speared and kicked in the face. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, does I'm, he wear a Mad Ants jersey to the <laughs> ring? I think he wears a Mad Ants, uh, a Fort Wayne Comets, and uh, yeah, those are the only team that play. In well, they would probably sponsor the event, so he'd be required to wear a sponsor logo. Mm -hmm. So, hey, yeah. Joe, guess what? Goldberg's coming to Toledo. <laughs> uh, I'd probably go with like a hundred bucks to see it. It's wow, mean, look at you I, guys! I I agree with the fact that it, crap. I agree with the fact that at least he's uh. Oh, sorry. I agree with the fact that is that Goldberg Goldberg's <laughs> flustering Joe. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that, guys. It's um. No, I agree that he can go better than yeah. Flair. At least he'd be a spectacle and. It'd just be fun to see. And the only time I ever saw him live was uh, World War Three '98, where he didn't have a match. He just attacked Bam Bam Bigelow for no reason whatsoever. And he was a champion. Thanks, WCW. Things that make sense. Yeah, Goldberg's coming to Detroit, and I'm I'm throwing out the uh, the Hulk Hogan line. That's not going to work for me, brother. <laughs> wow. No, I, I would I would pay a couple of bucks. I don't know. You know, three bucks, maybe forty. <laughs> that's probably that's probably about it. What can you get for forty anymore? At forty, you get to be the the guy who stands on the side with the sparkler for his entrance. It's Gilbert because <laughs> they so there's I, the last match. Pay for Gilbert? Goldberg versus I bet, Gilbert. I pay for. <laughs> 45 for Gilbert. Yeah. I love Gilbert back in the day. Uh, who I'll, 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 in buy, I'll buy, I'll buy the package ticket where you get, uh, you know, for like a hundred bucks, you get the ticket and you get the Austin rules Goldberg suck shirt that I never got back in the day when I ordered it twice. That's, that's getting me in the building there. How, much, how much do you think the ticket is to uh, uh, breathe fireworks smoke with Goldberg? Yes. Yeah. That's and, then you're a dragon. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Goldberg VIP experience for sure. All right. Well, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that as the world of Goldberg continues on. Uh, some contract news. Hangman Page contract is set to be coming up soon. According to Fightful Select, AEW has begun the negotiation of extending the deal. Um, guys, first off, I just want to get your feelings <clears throat> On Hangman Page right now, as of, let's see, it's 9.37 Eastern time, recording on Thursday, 4.20. Happy holidays, by the way, to all those who celebrate. Uh, you look at Hangman, he was in the inaugural title match with Chris Jericho. Lost. Had amazing, yeah, lost that. Amazing tag team with uh, Omega. <clears throat> we had a, that fantastic match with the Young Bucks at Revolution 2020 that we all went to. He ended up eventually beating Kenny Omega for the title, ended up losing it to CM Punk. And he's just been kind of, you know, he took, he got hurt with the Moxley, got the concussion and they had their feud and he's kind of just floating around. Uh, so I, I, first off, just wanted to get kind of like where you guys feel about, you know, how you feel about him. You get excited for him anymore or, or you think, how, how's he been? Your description kind of went, it's up and down. It's up and down, it's, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's exciting. Then he's there. Exciting there. He's a perfect example of a bland, brand split where it could, where it could uh, uh, make it exciting again. I feel bad because I, I get it. I used to really like Hangman. Now I see him and I'm just like, it's kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I like the character. I like the, the, his, his theme music. It's just, I think everyone's moved, like getting so much better and elevating and he's, he's Hangman. 
He needs a change of he needs a change of scenery. Yeah. Go to WWE for three years. You know, just this is the Drew McIntyre thing. Let's just do an, a straight up trade. Drew, Drew for, for Hangman. Hangman. That's three fun. year deal, four year option. You know, on the uh, company, and then they can go back headline for the next five years and call it a day. Um, at this point, Hangman is mid as mid can get. He's the mid level exception. He's Damn. great. Yeah, but they're not using him right. Not mm. using him right. At Maybe all. he needs a character change. I don't all. know. Joe, you, you know? did it just a second ago. If, if talk about a character change, I would adjust it. You did it a second ago. You know what you did? Took a sip of your beer. Oh, that, going that, back. To- that was my favorite hangman when he was that like passive yeah, aggressive. I'm drinking drunk. beer. Like I don't really ha- like my friends and stuff. Yeah, but, that, but then he, but that was pre-COVID. He ain't going to drink strangers' beer now. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. Well, yeah, you probably want to modify it a little bit but just i remember you'd have to have plants in the crowd yeah you got a plants in the crowd joe don't you have the shirt of the like has been drinking drinking. arrow i have have two or three aew shirts and he's one of them and it was because it was basically the pro wrestling tease uh sale that was going on but the thing is i agree that he needs to change the scenery i don't think a brand splint's gonna help this guy Mm -hmm. i think that he would go to wwe and they would make him a star just to screw AEW over. They would do it like just as a, we got ourselves a talent. He's young. He's already got a fan base. We'll make him bigger. Mm-hmm. Yep. While yeah, but, Drew would yeah. go over there and be like, hey, he's young. He's got himself a fan base. We'll say he's all elite. And then three weeks later, he'll be on dark. Oh. <laughs> See, Keith yeah, but, Lee. Yeah. Would you See want... Keith um, Lee. Is would he gonna want... have gray hair too, Drew? Oh, Keith, Kev, would you want uh, Hangman on WWE? How would I, that do something for you? I, I would. I, a hundred percent. I don't. Do you guys know exactly when his contract ends? I would imagine it's somewhere uh, near June or October. Now I say June because that is when the first official AEW pay per view happened, and then TV mm, debuted okay. in October. So. Uh, probably Perfect. somewhere around there. Four, let's four say, year let's deal, say, that makes sense. Let's say it yeah. expires October, and then Cody's chasing Roman. Cody builds a team. Mystery member of his his nightmare team. And maybe that's where, like, Hangman can can debut. Uh, uh, kind of alongside Cody in, in a, survi- a traditional Survivor Series team. Uh, I would take it, 100%. Only if Goldust is on that team as well. Oh, uh, I would. I would. In, in the in the the ghost of Dusty, I would take that too. Damn, I finally watched that that A and E. By the way, like holy shit, it was good. I know totally <laughs> off topic. You said it totally off topic. <clears throat> no, did did anybody else watch? Oh, Brian, you watched it. I Joe watched most of it. He refuses. Yeah. Do you guys watch the Iron Sheik this I don't week? Have it. It's we're one week. I, you know, we'll I only saw time. like bits and pieces, Jay. I so kind of forgot about it. So absolutely good that made me really like this guy even more. And he even said if he was healthier and better shape, he'd still be out there doing it. And I, yeah, I love it. So this he's guy. in it a lot. Oh, yeah. They oh, were yeah, interviewing him sitting down. I saw. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Jay, did he they is. get into the, the whole Twitter anything? No. No oh, Twitter. okay. Because just nah. he's just a legendary Twitter follower of <laughs> all the and just yeah, he, he make you humble. All that. A lot of people credit him for saving pro wrestling. Because if Hogan doesn't beat the Sheik, it's not as Hulkamania doesn't happen. Yeah, and, okay. And here we, you know, all these years later. So yeah, uh, interesting. You know, January twenty third, nineteen eighty four is when that match happened, and that's when wrestling was born. And a lot of people's eyes and and hearing that theory makes me think okay i'm down for that much like kevin from home alone grew up to be jigsaw in the saw movies oh that's been said for years i saw that i just saw that that recently and i'm like ah that makes a lot of fucking sense and it's the same town saw takes place in chicago wow i didn't know that yeah wow like downtown chicago because the McAllisters clearly live in the burbs. In the suburbs. Well, they right, were probably, they in, they live they were in probably over in that wherever Wintrust Arena is, whatever part right. of Chicago that yeah. is. 
that is probably where South the McAllisters live. So, huh? No, that's yeah. that was that's been a theory for yeah. I when I saw that, I'm like, oh, Jason's heard that theory. It's like, yeah, of course, J- Kevin grew up to be Jigsaw because that's they look what alike. Home Alone was, and it was traps and 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 tricks and the furnace. He was afraid mm-hmm. of the furnace, and yeah. Um, I don't even know what the fuck we were talking Any about. Sadistic? Um, Iron we're Sheik. talking about Iron Sheik. Oh, Iron right. Sheik rules. Uh, look, the Hangman story. It's it's not a real story because yeah, he's nice. just he's just mid. He is super mid right now. Mid card. Yes, mid level exception. Absolutely. And I, so he's I, more he's he's more shit than cowboy shit. Well, he's not even a cowboy. He's a Hangman. They're two different things. <laughs> Two different things. I wish we could. I wish real life could happen where um, you could do that Drew for Hangman trade. Like that's look. Look, the UFC traded Demetrius Johnson for Ben Askren. This shit could. This could happen. Could you imagine? That'd be great. Nick Khan pulling the strings and running the world the way he does. Let's fucking start making this shit happen. Put what it out there he, on Twitter. What if Hangman does do a character change and he just makes people play the Hangman kids game? <laughs> Hang boy. Hang. <laughs> Kevin, I'm so glad it's you worth don't a shot, book but... anything. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. wow. Uh, Vince Russo's son. We just Are you participating in 420 right now, Kevin? Kevin Russo. He's, he's celebrating the holidays. Yes. Are you 420-ing it up right now, Kevin? Because that joke? He's looking around. That wasn't a joke. That was a spoiler. <laughs> Whoa! I will take an E. Take it out. Take the L. You um, sunk my battleship. Okay. Did you guys watch Dynamite? On Wednesday? Yes. Um, last half of it, yes. Whole thing. The Chris Jericho segment was perfection. Really? Yeah, I agree. I loved I every perfection, but it was good. second about it. What is Britt Baker going to do, seriously? And Jericho, the ultimate mastermind, had the ex-WWE girls ready to go just in case. Okay. Ah, okay, I so loved that segment. I, I like that i think i didn't love some of the execution and it was just something in the way that adam was acting i didn't think when he's handcuffed i didn't oh love, that yeah it was bad he was, yeah, when he was so sean michaels special guest referee at wrestlemania yeah, 28 it was a little was much over dramatic i'm um, sorry soraya's cane shots could have been a little stiffer in my opinion and yeah the oh getting back to adam he kept, and it's just, I don't know, it's little nuances, and I don't know. I should probably let these things slide, but in this instance, it still stuck with me. He kept saying, let her go. No one was holding Britt Baker. <laughs> yeah, She could have rolled out of the ring. She was just getting beat up, so why don't you say, stop it? You know, knock it off, whatever. I, you know, there's a million things you could say. Let her go to me didn't seem like the right thing because no one was touching her. It was just yeah, I'm sure. hitting her it's with adrenaline. It's adrenaline. First Fair thing enough. that comes to your mind. I mean, Fair enough. I don't know. I just, I love the segment. And it's I like all the setup thanks I agree. to Chris Jericho. You, thank you, Chris Jericho, for being who you are. Thank you. It was great, though, yeah, at the beginning when Cole offers respect, they shake hands, and <laughs> Jericho, of course, was like, absolutely not. And, like, even Excalibur and Tony were like, oh, boy, here we go. You know, it was just <laughs> well, it also makes sense, too, Jericho. to give the Appreciation Society something else with the outcasts. That was like, fun. the sports mm-hmm. entertainers and the outcasts are not the original, so it makes sense that those two are together. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like a, you know, maybe it was just a one-time thing, kind of like, like the judging day and the bloodline, yeah. you know, the the meeting of the family. So, uh, but I loved it. I, I, I don't really remember much from Dynamite, um, but man, I love that segment so much. Well, the one thing I took away too, besides that was, you know, we talked a little bit ago of how this was shaken up with MJF and it seemed like it was maybe for, uh, <clears throat> 
the next pay-per-view, like the four-way of the pillars, right? They've all been claiming they want a title shot. And we get a swerve. Um, MJF does the, the pillar tournament. Darby gets a bye. Uh, MJF ends up cutting a blank check deal with Sammy. Uh, Sammy defeats Jungle Boy. MJF helps him. So Wednesday, it's Darby and Sammy for the right to face MJF. So I don't know. I don't know if this was just swerves for the sake of swerves. What'd it's you guys still going to be a fatal four way. Yeah, I say, like, do you, you think yeah. we're we're going to get right back to fatal four way? Yeah, Jungle just, Boy lost. There's just it was, it was a little interesting. Jungle Ball. Boy will just come out and cause interference, and there'll be no contest. No. What's going to happen is Jungle Boy will come out and or MJF will come out and there'll be some shenanigans, which will lead to a tournament or not a tournament, a tag team match. Sammy, MJF against the other two. And then something will happen and then it'll be a four way. (laughs) So, yeah, (laughs) that's better than the blank fucking check. Yeah, I I thought the. The uh, uh, Sammy Jungle Boy match was was a lot of fun. I thought the after match shenanigans was hilarious, where they were kind of just like hamming it and up to each other, and like the pose on the on the on the apron. I thought was hilarious. Uh, yeah. Jungle Boy took some nasty hits and bumps during that match. Uh, yeah, that uh, drop kick that I think Jungle Boy would probably would have gone through the table, but he kind of yeah. hit the edge of it. I was like, oh goodness. But but uh I thought it was a above average dynamite. I thought it was I thought it was so, pretty damn good. So who's wrestled more this year? Roman Reigns or MJF? Who cares, Joe? Mm, Just entertaining. MJF's not that entertaining to me anymore. I don't know. Oh. You're not that entertaining anymore. Let's Joe. go back to you a never thought of- I was. <laughs> Let's go back to a couple weeks ago. Every time it rains, it's like oh, daddy's from heaven. Come on, I uh, love that. It's shit. the same. I, it's, I don't. It's, it's. I don't know. I'm just still thinking. It's like the curse of the AEW championship. Unless your last name is Moxley. Yeah. They, as soon no, as you get, be... as soon as you get it, you just become mid. Everything uh, else around you becomes better. And save you don't. us, CM Punk. <laughs> Really, his, us. His uh, two days as champion, two yeah. reigns, third, third time's a charm. Uh, <laughs> three um, days. Yeah, can, for three days. Yes. Can can and, and can someone tell Commander? Can we just do two tightrope spots? Yeah, you don't need eighteen of them. Where you're like, oh, that before you catch your balance. Like, come on. Now, and wasn't While that the Jay White Texas go and hold my beer? Yeah, he does this. He runs the ropes old school since like 1990. Who so? Undertaker. He doesn't do any more. I know, but like he did it for and he so didn't long. do this we... shit. He jumped up, had his balance, and went with it. Commander mm-hmm. takes like 16 minutes before he can get established, then goes. And then when he fucks up, he does it again. And then again. Like I, I love the the aerobat the air the acrobatics. acrobatics. Fuck, man. Mm-hmm. When is too many times, too many times. I thought because wasn't that Jay White's was that his AEW match debut? Yes. yes As a and member no. of the roster. I don't know yes. if he was at Forbidden Door last year or not. Oh, okay. Yeah, he yeah, was. True. They Forbidden said he was Door. his AEW yeah. uh, record was two so- and oh. As okay, yeah. So as an official roster member, so yeah, that one was a little bit more competitive yeah. than I would have thought. Um, but you know, they had a contract to hand out to Commander, so I guess you do that sort of thing. All right. Yeah. Well. AEW rolls on. Um, Jay, Jason, we're gonna we're gonna pour one out for you. I'll pour one out for you. And this was uh, a sad man. thing that came across uh, uh. the other day. The Dax Pod is going away. Um, Jay, ha- has the pod, the last pod, come out? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, How you feeling? So- what, give us the explanation. I, 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 the only quote I heard Dax said was like, "It's more, it's more harm than good." Yeah, so basically, you know, the goal for this was to make the wrestling industry better. And this is, there's a 13-minute video on YouTube that talks about the end and why. He's caused a lot of heat for cash. Mm. And basically, it's, you know, he wanted to leave it better, but it wasn't making things better. It was making things a little bit worse. And full disclosure, you know... I watched that 13 minute video on YouTube. I haven't listened to the, I, I don't know if I'm going to listen to the podcast. 
Like, I'm going to keep it. I'm not going to unsubscribe because they said in four years, maybe it'll come back. Right. Um, It sucks because it was such a good podcast. And I know none of you assholes listened to it or watched it. But, man, there was something different about it. Yeah. You didn't listen to it, Joe. Shut your face. Quit mouthing shit. I just wish that people weren't so fucking sensitive and that they're there. You know, more people need to be like Dax. You know, it's, you know, the insight and the way he described the matches against DIY and, and the, uh, whatever Gable and Jordan's team was called. American and Alpha. Gable, yeah. Like they, they, just the insight while they did the watch alongs and they talked about why they did certain things and God, it was so goddamn good. And obviously, yeah. the live show at Mania Week was awesome. And glad, I'm glad you got to I do went. that now, especially. Yeah. And look, you know, I'm, you know, I don't know what's next or you know where things are going to go. I mean, look, on Rampage tonight, it's fucking FTR, Jarrett, and Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Really? Are they going to do that bit where they all walk? They try to walk through a door at the same time, and they get stuck with their shoulders. Like, is that next? Is that what's going to happen? These guys that sign a four-year deal, the future, the fucking tag team division, you're going to start doing this bullshit? Come on. Yeah. And if, if Mark Briscoe was hurt earlier in the day, why would he still be at medical hours later? That was a... (laughs) God. Just that set up, too, for a day, like, hey, I'm with FTR. Hey, by the way, watch the TV before I get to my interview, and then they run down the hall. So uh, it was wrestling's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I am sad. The best. The, but you know, if you're listening to this, you know, the Dax podcast was a rip snorter and it was cracking the whole time. And if you uh, don't know what I just said, that is courtesy of Simon, aka International Heat. Mm. Uh, he was giving me some Australian terms rip snorter and cracking is uh, a good thing. Found that oh, out. Good. Uh, Good, good. Uh, Rip Snorter, um, probably debuting in NXT next year. I can't wait for that. And uh, Simon, those are for you. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> Rip Snorter might be uh, joining like Tony D or <laughs> Stats, <laughs> one of his henchmen. Uh, uh, well, that was that was a bummer because yeah, that pod. Even though I didn't listen, I know it got a lot of lot of. Well, you guys at least listen to one episode before next. Should week. I like maybe I should? Just like you're saying, we one. should. Just try right. it. And if and if you think it sucks, you can tell me to fuck off and I'll be okay with it. But the fact that you guys didn't ever try it after, you know, this is dragging off Walter all over. I, I know. And I hate I hate that because you don't steer us wrong. So, yeah, no. I'm, I'm saying it right now. I'm definitely going to do it. Like, there's way to <laughs> yeah, say, oh, what the right. hell? Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> How'd that happen? That's weird. Is that, anyway. what is that, is that Mark Briscoe? Fucking Technical difficulties. Yep, yep, completely. Ah, okay, all right. the one episode before next Thursday, and okay. we can talk about it. All it right. doesn't matter which one. Wow. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see if we have a little pod review next week. Uh, we'll also have the the TWP draft because we'll be on the Ooh. the the cusp of um the the SmackDown and Raw draft that'll start uh, later on next Friday and we'll we'll get into what exactly that is next week um but right now we'll have a little fun um been in the works to have a little bit of a taste test because uh, it went so well with Mountain Dew yeah pitch yeah, pitch yeah but, yeah. <laughs> The bar is low. We had we did this with uh, the Royal Rumble, the Mountain Dew Pitch Black, and uh, Jay said, "Hey, why don't we all find Prime?" And uh, like, oh, I Joe, did- you have orange? Uh, no, Tropical Punch. Okay, you got okay. I got okay. I got orange mango. Wow, and I've got lemon lime. And what is and uh, Kevin? What do you have? Uh, whatever flavor Meta Moon is. Meta Moon. Ooh, wow! Uh, debuting, says, on uh, N- uh, debuting on NXT next year. As yeah. uh, Conan, <laughs> it, 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 is that an honor of Conan? <laughs> Max Moon. I'm, I'm Max gonna, Moon. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna guess maybe it's coconutty flavor on the back. The white, I believe. Above that. nutritional facts, it says 10% coconut water. I yeah. don't know if that's, that's money. Well, I think they're all 10% coconut water. Oh, okay. And Jay, um, you had a bit of an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I didn't know Prime was in cans, so I bought two cans and I bought one bottle. I bought the lemon lime. 
But I'm going to save that for my own because while I have lemon lime prime, I also have lemon lime Gatorade in my my refrigerator downstairs. Mm-hmm. So that'll be um, something I do probably when I'm higher than I am right now. So um, oh. I went to Target to buy this. Um, I got this, ran it through. Got this, ran it through. Got the green one, ran it through. My total was twenty four fifty. Oh, <laughs> for three bottles. Way yeah, I got them Hello. for two for five. <laughs> so uh, I hit the button on the self checkout, and the woman comes over, and I said, "I don't understand why this is ringing up as an eight pack. The green one rang up as an eight pack." Oh, okay. So like, yeah, good thing you caught that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I almost was like, oh, "Fuck, whatever," you know, just yeah, what it yeah. is. But yeah. yeah, I'm glad I looked. So if I you're know. going to buy Prime at Targets please be careful on what you're paying because I don't want you to get charged for an eight pack when you got a one pack. So since we have different flavors, should we just go one at a time around the horn uh, and give like a review? I think we all do it at the same time to get the natural facial reaction to the camera. If you're watching on YouTube Uh, and then we can discuss. All right. And I've never like it. It wasn't until you texted Jada, like, "Why don't we try to find Prime?" Like, I've never had. Seen I've had it. no interest. My I'd never seen it. My ten-year-old yeah. nephew was here last week, and he loved Prime. Now he's ten. Yeah. So right anything. up Logan Paul's YouTube album. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope this uh, makes me uh, want to uh, springboard off the top rope into ricochet. Okay. Right, here we go. Oh, All right. Talk. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Here's to Prime. Oh, very. Oh. oh, no, Jay. Oh, no. Woo. Very uh, uh, like it tastes like uh, extremely sugar over sugared Kool-Aid. It's powerful. Like, uh, thank you. That's what powerful. I was thinking. Carbonated yeah. over sugared Kool-Aid. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I have another water. one of these in my fridge. Well, I have uh, Tropical Punch and then hey, I that's have what I'm uh, drinking. And then I got orange mango because I like orange pretty much everything. Um, wow. I'm not sure how I feel. About it's this. intense, huh? I think that, yeah, this is like lemon lime Gatorade for me was probably the first Gatorade I can remember having. And this oh, just oh. feels like, like a, a juiced up version of lemon lime Gatorade. It's powerful. Uh, I'm actually uh, surprised there's only 25 calories in it. Right. Like yeah. Mine's bottom. 20. Mine's 10. What? Mine's also 10. So that's, that's a plus for that. Um, Sugar it's content. Like, I'm not Zero, even sure how really? to explain this. Like, there's like a like an aftertaste in my mouth, and I don't like it. Mm. Well, it's called the sugar. It's just, or well, I guess <laughs> not that many sugars. Because no, uh, there's zero grams of sugar. Wow. Wow. Mine has two grams. I, Mine I has would zero. It can't has, imagine uh, that's a lot, though. I'm uh, zero grams. compared to compared to pitch black, which was like oh. what 150. <laughs> right. right. Of your daily uh, service. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I'm not sure if I like this. Like, like Gatorade to me doesn't have like, I feel like there is a film growing in my mouth right now. Wow. But I'm not a big fan. film. I'm not a big fan of energy drinks to begin with. They all. This really isn't an energy like- drink. This is a hydration drink. Two different things. Uh, this ain't Red Bull. This ain't Monster. No, but this has prime energy. Oh, oh shit! Oh, so you got something? Yeah, drinking... mine is hydration drink. Yeah, I'm drinking. So there's different brandings. Oh, These are energy. I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, we that. got the energy. They didn't oh, have the hydration. Shit. I got the energy one. Oh, there's well, so much about the world of Prime that we just don't know. So Joe, Joe newsflash: it this one still tastes like over sugared cooler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Well, what's your sugar content? And this Dude. is really exciting podcasting stuff for a wrestling podcast, just to let you know. That Dude prime rings. podcast. Wow. Shout out to Logan Paul at Impulsive, right? Well, I, I literally I- just got an email notification from Impulsive on TikTok. Nice. With Hasbulla. Um, with Hasbulla. <laughs> oh, my. I don't even know what the Hasbulla deal He's is. He's going to punch us or something. I did not realize this was an energy drink. Well, wow. I did just apply to work at Hydration LLC. <laughs> and you guys know I love Logan Paul. I love everything this guy does. I love what Jake Paul has done. Like 
Uh, I, I, maybe I'll do a hydration one on its own, but God damn. Oh, well, I guess I didn't read the the instructions. It says shake well before opening. Actually, oh, okay. outside. Well, we yeah. couldn't because it would have exploded on us because it was yeah. an energy drink. Did you say that, Brian? On the side. Yep. Shake well before opening. And this he is did. bottled too in uh in Louisville, Kev. Yeah. That's so if, I, I if you still live there, yeah. LLC. Yeah, you can. Well, maybe next week that. we'll do hydration. You guys can do energy. Energy, if we can this, find. This it, is yeah. the prime sequel. Uh, By the way, the energy with no sugar. Yeah, the DAX. It'll be the. We'll talk about the DAX podcast you listen to. Then we'll do Prime Part Two, and then the draft. Where's that stop video button? Uh, Oh, hey, yeah, (laughs) guys, sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) I I give it like a five. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big Gatorade guy. In honor of Bret Hart and Goldberg, I'm going to give it a four out of (laughs) ten. It's better. I think it's better than Mountain Dew Pitch Black for me. Yes. And this is knowing that it's a, it makes more sense about the, the aftertaste because the aftertaste is very similar to Monster for me. Uh, like, well, there you yeah. I don't drink, I drink sugar free Red Bull more than I should, but uh, when I've had Monsters, it's that same taste. So uh, interesting. And I know that okay. for, for most of the podcast listeners, you may not find this interesting, but it's been a slow week for the most part. I agree. So we had to fill some time. Um, I forget what else we have on the docket. Uh, All we know- have left is uh, the mailbag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for this. So here's the yeah. thing. I wanted to have something fun for the open, and I know what I want, but I cannot find it anywhere. Do you guys ever see the movie, Joe? I'm sure you have. Dickie Roberts. Yeah. David Child, Spade. Sorry. Yeah. There is Former a part Child, in sorry. that movie where he's like, we got letters. We got letters. It's this because he was trying to he missed out on his childhood. So he was doing all these things, including writing like a pen pal letter. And I cannot find that clip anywhere on YouTube. Aww. So if you're listening and you have the video version with Brian, you're a pro at finding this shit. I can um, find it. Yep. Yes, that's what I want. So we uh, have a Gmail account. It's that at gmail.com. And uh, earlier this week uh, on socials, we, we said we were doing some mailbags. So we got some questions. And uh, we got some fun ones. And Brian, um, we will start with you because uh, you're the Kings are up 2-0 right now, even though it's probably mm. going to be Warriors and six. Boom. Uh, um, Brian, yeah. I don't understand how you're a Sacramento Kings fan, <laughs> but how many beers did you drink during that crazy game one? And what beers were they? And this is from Joe, but in quotes, not the Joe that sucks. Not me. Oh, okay. There's others out there. That's a great question. Um, I don't know, Joe. Yes. That question sucked. I no, I I like a lot of it. Um, yeah, I, it was great. I was so excited. It was the the Kings. What a what a stat this was. This was their first uh, prime time NBA game on ABC since. You know when Ever. the very first one that was on ABC, <laughs> the last, the very first game that ABC got the NBA after NBC and had had it for years and years was Kings and Lakers of night game. So yeah, I was excited and the weather was great. So I set up my projector outside. Oh, you did it outside. I did it outside. Oh, yeah, like okay. All outside uh, redo. And um, yeah, I had, I think I had five beers. And the two that I had, one was a rolling rock. <laughs> no, <laughs> one one's like one of my absolute favorites. It's uh, it's called Orange Whip, and it's a um, milkshake IPA from Rochester Mills. And you smell it; smells like a creamsicle. I love creamsicles. Uh, yeah, it's like orange and cream, and it's got a little IPA. So I had two of those. The other three I had, um, Shh, it's this. It's, I, I'll have to pull up the name because it's a brewery out of, of all places, Mississippi. And I only got it because I know one guy there. And I said, hey, <laughs> I said, do you know this beer? I got Mississippi beer in Michigan. What's this about? And it's a blueberry sour. It's, ca- it's called like blueberry crumble. It's supposed to be like a bru- blueberry crumble dessert. So it's a sour. It's blueberry, but it's got some like cinnamon vanilla in it, too. Oof. And I had three of those. Does your so, yeah. stomach hurt after drinking those really sweet sounding beers? Like sweet as in like sugar, not like yeah. sweet, like cool, like too like sweet. Like prime energy. Uh, yeah. 
I, I think I'm all right. I think I've acquired the the stamina for it. But yeah, yeah it was a great night. It was a hell of a game. I was it's on tap up tonight. down, up down. Do you have beers for, for Do you have beers for tonight? I've I've got like one or two left of the uh, of each of those. So um, okay. we'll see. Right. We'll see. It is a work night tonight, and uh, War- Warriors and six. Warriors, Warriors and six. Warriors and six. All right. All right. Well, so this one is t- this one is titled non wrestling podcast. This was obviously sent before the news of the FTR podcast going away. Uh, Jason talks about the FTR podcast way too much, but do you guys listen <laughs> to any non-wrestling podcasts? What are they? And that's from Lee. Uh, Joe, do you listen to any non-wrestling podcasts? Yeah, I actually listen to uh, Fly in the Wall podcast with uh, Dana Carvey and David Spade. It's great behind-the-scenes be stuff Ooh. on uh, Saturday Night Live guests and former castmates. They, they've they had 90 episodes, and it's really hilarious wow. what they say. It's basically a therapy group where they just talk about what it's like being on the show and being cast members starting off. And I They've had some great episodes on there, and they usually go about 60 to 90 minutes long. Will Ferrell wow. one's hilarious. Uh, is. John Mulaney. Uh, so many good. I just listened to the Rachel Dreck one uh, th- this week. And you forget, like, they have everyone, like, from, like, minor cast members, like Ellen Clayhorn, to major cast members, like Will Ferrell and Andy Sandberg, things like that. So Fly on the Wall is one I listen to weekly. Brian? It's fun. You know, mine are... Um, mainly sports related. Um, I'll, I'll occasionally get into the Bill Simmons podcast, uh, Zach Lowe, the low, low post podcast, really just because of Kings and Celtics playoffs for me. Um, and then I listened to, um, impact, uh, Tom Hannafin, uh, the, the play-by-play announcer for impact, formerly Tom Phillips of WWE. He has a he's a, a proud graduate of the Pennsylvania State University, just like yours truly. And nobody he has a Penn I, I nobody all the time. Um, <laughs> he has a, a Penn State football podcast cool. uh, that he does. Oh, Penn weekly. State! I've heard of them, not the yeah. Pennsylvania State. That's that's uh, the what you put on like the job application, okay. I think. But in, in any of that. Um, so yeah, That's I got cool. into that. I I loved Tom Phillips and WWE. I hear he's doing fantastic work at Impact, mm-hmm. um, and so that's fun. And so he's talking about an interest of mine, and they do a uh, a pod that's usually twice a week, recapping the game, and then later in the week previewing the game. Um, so those are usually my in my regular rotation. Kevin, that's awesome. I'm a loser. <laughs> okay, is that, is that is that a podcast you listen only wrestling? I, only wrestling. Okay. So yeah. I listened to two. Um, I listened to Old Man and the Three. It's JJ Reddick's uh, podcast. And then one I started listening to about a month ago is called Frosted Tips. It's uh, Lance Bass from NSYNC. Oh. Uh, a little, little known fact, I enjoy boy band pop music from the late 90s, early 2000s. So he just had Tiffany on his show. He had Debbie Gibson. Uh, and some guys from O-Town that I like. And then the one I was listening to today was Alexa Bliss's husband, uh, Ryan mm. Cabrera, he was on. So those are the two fun. N- non-wrestling ones that I uh, get into. So that was from Lee. Um, this one's from Paul. You guys do a good oh. job on the podcast. I can really tell you all really do like each other, even if Joe does suck. <laughs> Uh, I do have a question for Kevin about MJF. Oh, you have been one of the biggest fans on his show of, of his on the show, but you've been very quiet since he's been champion. Do you think that his reign is like all the rest mid Joe? Are you sure you didn't fucking write I this? Did, I did not write <laughs> this one. I did not write this one. <laughs> he said that. Yeah. But Paul, oh, good job. Except for you said I sucked. <laughs> Kev, I, I will say this. I, it's 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 level. All right. I want to so see mid, it level. I want so to no, I, no, I still I still think he's I still <laughs> I still walked right into that one. He's you know he he's he's developed his look. He's gotten uh, more in shape, more ripped. Amazing ripped. song on the mic. I just feel like I I, I want to see more of him in the ring, not just you know talking. It's I'm trying to find positives in a 
a trick question because I I want more from I want more from one of the 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 best things going in professional wrestling. I will say this. I will say this about MJF. I don't know how it popped up on my Facebook. I don't know, Jay, maybe you liked it or or something. And it was like him just signing figures and throwing oh, and he them. Threw oh, it. oh, yeah. He threw it. <laughs> I, I, I swear, I don't know how it came up on like my Facebook thing. It was me. Uh, I think I sent it to the group. Okay, okay. Sent it to then, the group. Okay, that's uh that shit's getting old that, for me. But I love it. I absolutely so it's love like it. at a level like here. Mid, mid of the screen. Yeah. So I'll go up a little bit higher. Uh, but I can't thanks. Even. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> even though I still think Joe may have written that one. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is for Joe. Oh, crap. after the interview with Victor Perry, you said you were going to work on hosting your own wrestling club at your school. What's the update on that? The update is it is we are in the transition of new leadership. I'm not wow. joking. This is 100% fact that we have hired a new uh, leader of the school and a lot of things is, are on hold. Is it Nick Khan? Uh, it's Nick Khan. <laughs> yes. Endeavor bought Is Joseph. it Ari Emanuel <laughs> buying your school? It's, it's a merger. Nick it's Nick Khan, Tony Khan, and some guy with a pompadour and a really weird mustache. Oh, who are coming yeah. Into the, so, the penguin. Um, yeah. It's something that's... Uh, I'm already planning. I have been planting the seeds. I sent you guys the uh, text message this week that I have students now drawing pictures of wrestlers. Yeah, yeah like right. one of one of my students just was like, you know, out of the blue, like I did this in art, and it's a picture of the Macho Man, and I'm like, all right. So I'm already planting the seeds for this one, and it's like younger kids too. So cool. the once we we have hired the new leader of the school. Dana White. Once I get in good with him, I'm hoping to get this started in the fall. Nice. And, and he'll be challenging uh, the winner of Israel Adesanya versus. <laughs> no, what's funny? John what's Jones. funny? Here's yeah. the thing: no one at the school besides my wife is like a, knows wrestling, but that you know new, of that you that Think I know that. of that I know of. Okay, but some of the old ladies that are there are going. Since we have new leadership coming in, they're like, oh, things are going to change once the new world order comes in. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so maybe they, they are they are fans they, and they're closeted they are, fans. There's no way they are. They have no idea what they're, they're like. When this new world order comes in, things are going to change. And I'm like, for for life you need to <laughs> your response should have been see what happens well your i actually ha- i actually have an nwo championship title like on my counter uh in the classroom yes so whenever right. they come in i'm like look there's the nwo and they're like where'd you get that from oh new leadership all right uh all this right. one this one's for me shut up jason i'm not sure that one's from me <laughs> <laughs> that one is <laughs> i'm not sure why you say that Joe is the Marty Jannetty of the TWP team. Uh, just shut up already, Jason. And this is signed from Barry Sanders. Joe, come on. You're not even <laughs> hiding it now. <laughs> really? And I will stop calling you Marty Jannetty. You're more of the Bart Gunn or Stevie Ray of the oh. four-man team. So, If any, if uh, anything, I would consider myself the Xbox. Look out, Butterbean. Hated yes. now. But 20 years from now, it'll be considered innovative. You won't be. Yeah, okay. Uh, (laughs) This this one's uh, from TJ for Brian and Jason. With Dynamite in Pittsburgh this week, and you guys are from there, what is your favorite wrestling moment in Pittsburgh? Brian, I'll let you go first. Wow. Oh, this one's Unless you don't have one. I I already know what he's going to say. Just favorite favorite wrestling moment. Does that have to be WWE? It, I, I imagine it's that if you've seen it live, then yeah, yeah. Um, that would be New Jack taking the oh, Halloween pumpkin that I pumpkin. carved <laughs> at an ECW okay. show and smashing it on some jabroni's head when you were allowed to bring your own weapons. I mean, that was uh, a, that was amazing. There's so many, but we'll go. With I that thought one you were gonna say Jericho wins the championship. No, he didn't. That was uh, at the Penn, Penn State. Penn State though, not Pittsburgh. Yeah. That was at Penn State. Okay. So so for me, um, I was at one of the No Way Out pay-per-views, and the match was JBL in the big show in a steel cage. And obviously, you win the steel cage match by two feet on the floor. Um, big show threw JBL through the ring 
and then he crawled out under and won. I had never seen that before. Oh, that's cool. And anytime Kurt Angle was in Pittsburgh, that was always a fun one too. So, um, yeah, that's the the first episode of the mailbag. If you have a, an email question for next week, that wrestlepod at gmail.com. We'll also accept them as DMs on our social media at that wrestlepod and of course our YouTube channel, which uh, that wrestling podcast, if you are watching or if you're listening, go uh, subscribe. We are like four subscribers away from 3,700. Like we need four. So please go subscribe. Get us over 3,700. That way we can officially say we're under 300 to 4,000. That's <laughs> what we're really, you know, trying to shoot for. And we're going to start doing a little more stuff on YouTube. Joe has some stuff that's coming in the next month or so, which is exciting. And of course, every week uh, the show goes live on YouTube uh, Friday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern. Uh, when the podcast audio version goes live too and yeah we would definitely want to hear from you uh joe i still think you sent like four of those emails so no just the one (laughs) fuck barry sanders come on you aren't even hiding it wow but you but but i will start referring to you as bart gun instead of genetic because i know i feel like i really hurt your feelings with that um that pissed me off i've made it very clear yeah (laughs) It's all love here on the podcast this week. Great show, guys. And, uh, Jason with all, all the great plugs. And uh, yeah, we'll get next week going with the, the TWP draft Ooh. and the Dax review. Are we we'll are we given time. like the spoiler of how we're drafting no. now or are we just waiting no, next I, week? Okay. No, no, sure nothing we, yet. We got to figure yeah, it out so we don't have yeah. 75 text messages. Do you mean this or do you mean this? Exactly. Is it this? Is it this? Yeah, like, Brian. We might Michael have, to have like lunch a, again? a pre-show meeting. We might have to have a, like a call on Sunday. <laughs> exactly. Get 75, Kevin, only be the, 70. the good news is Kevin has a spreadsheet ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make it market down. computer monitor for a Whoa. bigger vis- visual spreadsheet. Oh, I'm uh, you said 40 inch? She said. I'm just going to bring in my 77-inch uh, uh, TV from the basement. For a live running kicker. <laughs> if we're gonna do it big, you gotta do it that way. That's right. Wow. Uh so something like That's that. That's what she said. Yeah, well said. Uh, we'll wrap it up on that wow. note. Again, whatamaneuver.net as well for all the TWP merchandise. Light the beam. Enjoy wrestling. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Follow that wrestle pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. What? Three, that's it!